Hello, and welcome back to a Donneron Monologue Podcast. I am your host, Bo Weber, and today we'll be talking about various topics. We'd like to take a moment to encourage those of you wanting to know about nursing as a lifestyle, profession, or the advanced educations of such to check out Ashley Luann Kay on YouTube. You can find her channel by searching Ashley Luann Kay on YouTube or by checking out her link on rallynetworks.net. We're back on camera. We're back on film. Uh, our uh, major shelter in place or shelter at home or hunker down or whatever order it was called ended uh, at 11.59 on May 1st. And we're allowed to go back and out and about, I guess. We weren't really not allowed to before, but I guess it was the responsible thing to do. But uh, we're back, and it, you're going to have to bear with me. It's kind of awkward to be back on camera. But uh, I mentioned before, if you listen to the ones that weren't watchable, they were only listenable, uh, that we have a lot of time. We had a lot of time on our hands, obviously. And one of the things I used my time with was to uh, get back into an MMO, which I said I wasn't going to do at the beginning of this. I may have even said it here on uh, the channel. But the MMO I chose to get back into was Final Fantasy XIV. Final Fantasy has obviously been on a lot of people's minds, with uh, the Seven remake arguably being the biggest game to come out during this time period. So, uh, of course, we uh, you know we all got our stimulus checks, uh, you know, unemployment coming in, and we're t- this economy is stimulated. We've been spending money like uh, uh, roughnecks on shore leave. I'm kidding. No, we've been very. Uh, very thrift with it, but uh, I did buy fourteen again. Buy a subscription to fourteen again and start playing. And uh, man, it's grown a lot. It has grown a lot, and uh, I understand now why it's such a serious competitor for uh, World of Warcraft because it it is. They poured their heart and soul into it, and the game's got kind of an interesting story. So uh, I'm sure you've heard all this before, but uh, people listen to podcasts to get told what they already know so they can sit in the car and nod as they drive and go, yeah, huh? I, I know that. So uh, 14 came out uh, in 2010, and this was a horrible year, really, to be releasing an MMO because you were going up against uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, and you were going up against Cataclysm, the expansion to uh, World of Warcraft. And I think Eleven even had an expansion in 2010. But anyway, it came out, and it bombed. It was terrible. It was an awful game. I don't know what it was about it, because I never played the original version, but it was just terrible. So much so that Square Enix actually issued a public apology for making it as poorly as they did. So fast forward three years from then, and Square Enix honestly did probably the wisest thing I think they could have done, and that is instead of remaking the game, they made an incredibly large patch. And so people that were had already had the game got this for free, and it was a whole new game, but it was just a huge patch. And what it was was it was a ARR, A Realm Reborn. And so they honored people that had stayed with them and had a subscription up to through this. You got legacy uh, benefits for sticking through it. It wasn't like you had to start all over again, which was really cool. And uh, the story continued on as well it's actually a continuation of the story so um it's kind of an interesting story because the day it came out people were just super willing to give it a chance uh more people gave it a chance than they did with the original one and it is now a legit competitive world of warcraft it is actually on its level and uh one of the things that made me think about that today was actually when i got back into it i'm a sucker for collectibles we talked about that and i ordered these beautifully illustrated lore books there's a <laughs> uh, for those of you listening i was paging the book and it's a very new stiff book so it closed on itself um 
But uh, for those of you watching, uh, listening rather, because the ones watching can obviously just see it, the Encyclopedia Eorzea 1 and 2, uh, they're lore books, they're encyclopedias of the fictional world of Heidelin, in which uh, Final Fantasy XIV takes place, and they're just... I've never actually held the... Uh, Adam, have you ever actually uh, touched the... Um, the uh, Azeroth books that uh, Blizzard came out with. You read, you read a digital print of one, but have you ever actually held the actual books? So I can't comment on those, but the I would, if these aren't, if these aren't equal, I imagine they'd have to be better. These are amazing. It feels like they're bound in something that feels like a dusty old tome you'd find in a in a library in Ishgard and. The pages are like this really thick cardstock, like they're not just like paper. It, it feels like a. Oh, what's that? It's it feels like that uh, paper they make a uh, that like craft shows make their flyers with. Like it, it's a very thick paper, but it, it feels amazing. And as you can see, it's beautifully illustrated. Um, or if you can't see, just take my word for it. It's beautifully illustrated, and the information with them in them is uh, absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a treasure trove of information on the game's fictional world, and that's what made me realize that this is such a serious competitor to Warcraft, because Warcraft, of course, has this extensive lore, and that's what keeps a lot of its diehard fans there, but this does too, and that's incredible for a Final Fantasy game, because most Final Fantasy games have just enough lore to get you through the main scenario. Like, they make up a new world with each game, so obviously they're just going to give you as much as you need to get through that game. And I, I know my eyes are darting everywhere, guys. I'm, I'm getting used to being on camera again. It's been a, a month and a half, a little bit over, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'll get used to it again. Um, it'll be easier with Don sitting next to me. But um, so that's kind of what uh, that, that's kind of what made me realize that Final and 14, the the community in it is so vibrant and alive. And what's funny is people in the community of Final Fantasy 14 are doing things that people in the community of Warcraft were doing. 15 years ago, it's still fresh in uh, 14, and it's incredible that it's fresh in 14, because they're on their third expansion. They're in the Kata era. Kata is when every Warcraft player became jaded. Like, the, the beauty of Classic when it launched was we had three months, about three months, where people acted like they it was a joy to play Warcraft again, and now they're just back to they don't even talk to each other in dungeon runs. They're doing it as quick as possible. Like, it's just back to jaded war. But people in Final Fantasy 14 still want to play an MMO. All the quality of life things are there in 14. You have LFG, uh, Raid Finder, Dungeon Finder. They're called Duty Finders in uh, Final Fantasy 14 because, of course, it just has a... No one expects them to have a different name for these things, but they do. Like, instead of Guild, you have Free Company. It'd be cool for you to call it a Guild. You don't have to do that, but they do that just to make it even... Because there's lore behind every single thing. Like, uh, even your uh, chat, like your your chat, there's lore behind how that works, which I always thought that was really cool. But, um... So that's it, it. Still feels for like people are still making it fresh. People are still making it fun. It's just a it's a joy to play Final Fantasy fourteen. And I'm not just saying that as a Final Fantasy stand. And another neat thing about it is you don't find too many people that are just super into Final Fantasy playing fourteen. There are people that are just super into MMOs, or some people that that was their first MMO. The marketing for it was just brilliant. So it, it I've just I've just absolutely fallen in love all over again. Uh, now the question on everyone's mind, the way I've been talking, I'm sure, is it better than World of Warcraft? And I would say no. I don't think anything in our life will ever compare to World of Warcraft. At its peak, I think there was 15 million people subscribed to World of Warcraft. 
that's incredible. That's, uh, I mean, that is New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago all combined playing at once. That's astronomical numbers. That's, you know, that's hard to even believe. But there's 14, I think, at its peak had like 11, and I don't think any other MMO has ever come that close to uh, Warcraft's look. Uh, no, EverQuest, I think at the, I think EverQuest peak was like 500,000. Like, so that's what, that's what's incredible about uh, Warcraft is. But Warcraft's marketing campaign was just outrageous. I mean, you had Ozzy Osbourne and Mr. T telling you to play Warcraft on uh, commercials and stuff like that. Um, I think that was during the Wrath era. Because remember the Ozzy commercial, he was like facing off against Arthas and he did the annoying like Sharon thing because he's a, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, I, I wonder if like people that saw Ozzy in like the 80s look at him now and are just like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> the uh he's kind of a he's kind of a living gag character now um he looks more like he's more like a side character on this ozzy if you're listening <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not meaning to tear you through the ground but come on man um and, and it's but yeah that's uh in 14 didn't have that con- i don't think i've seen a single tv commercial for 14 so for it to have raised to this level the way it has, especially after a failed launch, a legit failed launch where the president of your, or whoever it was, issued a public apology, and to come back like this, I think that's just incredible. I think that's one of the biggest feathers in Square Enix's cap. Um, and there is, of course, um, oh, she got the, did you get through the maze? She, uh, uh, Stephanie's here doing the uh, maze for uh, Animal Crossing, and she, she just got through it. She cleared it. That's awesome. Uh, let us know if you cleared the maze in Animal Crossing today, May 1st. Um, but, uh, so where was I again? But <laughs> where was I again? Oh, the subject for the whole thing <laughs> somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, it's like being in college and the professor going, where was I again? And someone's like physics. Was it fit? Was it physics? sir? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, no, especially after the president issued a public apology for them to have come back like that, I think is just incredible. And, uh, Again, even if you're not, uh, and I was telling uh, Adam on the way back over here, uh, the uh, a regular raid in 14 is like a mythic in WoW. Like it is an incredibly challenging game, but it's challenging but not impossible to meet the challenge. It's not outside, and you feel accomplished for learning to do a job well in Final Fantasy 14, which I think is uh, pretty cool. Because I mean, after Kata, let's face it, the WoW classes are brain dead. Um, anyone can play anything. It's not that hard i mean at the uh, on a mythic level yeah absolutely um there's still a lot of skill in that game but um i mean there was that one guild that stopped operations after cataclysm like they were a super huge one of those we have our own websites and like our streams hit like millions of views every hour they quit at cat so they quit before that kind of era of streaming like i mean 2010 is well before twitch um or twitch was super small at the time if anything exactly you couldn't like you didn't sit or i i was not watching smash tournaments on my couch in 2010 um i was watching them on youtube after they happened <laughs> um still exciting uh but it, it's like evo has a like a evo nowadays has like a super bowl feel to it because you can get on the couch and you can have friends over and you have chips and that's where we are now with twitch so that's a that's a that's a whole other podcast though is twitch but um yeah, if 
Final Fantasy fourteen is currently doing a free logon phase. Um, I think it's lasting until like May. Some it's one of because Square Enix is absolutely pulling out all the stops of the stay at home campaign. They gave away one of their biggest games ever. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider or the original Tomb Raider, the two thousand thirteen Tomb Raider. They just gave that game away for free. Um during this time and they've got awesome sales going on uh they're very much encouraging people to stay home because we're not back to normal yet i don't think we're uh people my wife was explaining some phases to me and i was only half paying attention because i was playing final fantasy 14 but um because i'm not real interested in getting back out anyway i've got video games to play but uh, uh but during this time uh, i strongly suggest you take advantage of some of those deals that are going on uh steam sales have been ridiculous i hear for pc gamers and uh, I know that Xbox and PlayStation have had incredible sales every day, but Final Fantasy XIV, I really, I guess my message in this whole thing, I guess I'll just put it in plain words, if you're a diehard World of Warcraft player, like if you've never played any other MMO, take some time during this free campaign and play about a week of Final Fantasy XIV and let us know what you think, Let you, or if you if you just think it's cool, like just keep playing it like I, I think it's well worth your time. 